Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. What's going on, everybody? Welcome in to a Tuesday edition of Follow the Money live from Circa Resort and Casino. Know your eyes and ears. Do not deceive you. We are not Mitch Moss and Polly Howard, Stormy Tony, and the Super Bowl champ Sean King on the desk. And I mean, who better to go over a Super Bowl with than somebody that was on the field for one once upon a time? So uh, how's it going? I'm excited. I'm fired up. I do wish I was Polly Howard, though. Shout out I know. to the normal host of Follow the Money, the Mike Palm Invitational fifth place winner. Chose the Chiefs, and Patrick Mahomes delivered. Nice little pickup as he goes yes. on vacation for Follow the Money's Paulie Howard. Good hit, big dog. Good hit. Yes, and well-deserved vacation for them after a long football season. And while it wasn't 38000 in the account for us, we did end up having a, a little money in our bankroll, too, back in the Chiefs. I know you were you were pretty giddy. I, I listened to Prime Primetime a little bit yesterday that, that you normally host alongside Tim Murray, and you were you had the giggles. You were all happy. So I tried telling everybody. So many people came on the show talking Eagles, but you were Chiefs diehard. That's right. I bought the Chiefs right after the AFC Championship game. I just thought that the Eagles' lack of elite competition, especially when it came to the opposing quarterback, was going to really manifest itself in this game. When you look at the Eagles' schedule, Aaron Rodgers probably the only top ten quarterback they played. Packers scored thirty three. Mm-hmm. Dak Prescott threw for 300-plus yards. Other than that, I mean, the Eagles really had a pedestrian you know, quarterback list. Daniel Jones, he's, nobody thinks he's top half of the league. Brock Purdy was playing well but got hurt really early in that game. So this Varnett Chiefs defense, this amazing defensive front, four guys with double-digit sacks, came up against a legit top-caliber NFL offense with arguably the best quarterback in football right now, Patrick Mahomes, and they put up 38. Yeah, uh, it, you don't expect to lose a football game when you put up 35 points, especially when you have one of the best defenses in the NFL, but that's exactly what happened to Philadelphia. And 78 sacks between the regular season and postseason, and they didn't even sniff Patrick Mahomes in this game. The The Chiefs O-line did their job. I didn't even hear Hassan Reddick's name once throughout the course of this game. But now, as you look at this Chiefs team moving forward, I mean, Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid, two Super Bowl wins in the last four years, and and Andy Reid said he's not going anywhere right now, and I feel like he's probably not going to as long as he's got that quarterback doing work for him. You know, Stormy, here's what's interesting. Here's what Andy and Patrick have built. They've built a destination spot, and that's really important, and here's what I mean by that. That superstar that's still on the back end of his prime, not old and over the hill, but he's already gotten his money, He's gotten his individual accolades, Pro Bowls, those type of things. Does not have a ring. Kansas City now is a destination Mm -hmm. spot for those type of players. And that's a good place to be because those players will come in, take less, because financially they've already got the big bag in the hopes of winning a championship. So I think this run that Kansas City's on, it has sustainability. The only speed bumps 
are the level of quarterbacks in the American Football Conference. You still have to find a way to get by Joe Burrow, Josh Allen. Now Justin Herbert has Kellen Moore. We're assuming Lamar Jackson's going to still be in Baltimore. I mean, potentially uh, Aaron Rodgers with the Raiders, uh, revitalized Russell Wilson with Sean Payton. So that's the only speed bump is the quarterbacks in the AFC are elite. Trevor Lawrence take the next step next year with Doug Peterson. So they're going to have to earn it. But I do think that people and players are going to flock to Kansas City to be a part of what Andy and Patrick have going. Yeah, and Patrick did take a relatively team-friendly type of a contract so that he could continue to have good weapons there. The the legend grows for him, first player in NFL history to have multiple league MVPs and multiple rings in his first six seasons. And when you look at, uh, like I said, the first in the NFL, but when you look at major professional sports in general, NHL, Major League Baseball, NBA, he's joined in names like Gretzky and Bobby Orr, uh, DiMaggio, Roger Maris, Bill Russell. Like this is a very rarefied air type of a list that he is a part of. And you just have this feeling. I know it's hard to talk about like a legacy of a player when he's still so young in his career, he's 27 years old, but it really is incredible where he is started and the future potential for Kansas City and Patrick Mahomes. Now you look at the Eagles side of things, a team that largely exceeded expectations throughout the course of the season. You did talk about their strength of schedule being, uh, you know, lackluster compared to Kansas City for sure. Um, But they had, it's still the NFL at the end of the day, a lot of dominating wins throughout the course of the season, exceeded expectations largely. But now they're going to have to face potentially a lot of turnover. They could lose both their offensive and defensive coordinator this offseason cycle. Um, The list of free agents they have is crazy, all while having to pay Jalen Hurts now, and he's earned it. He has, and uh, I don't think he's going to take a discount because he was a second-round pick, so he's not even coming off a first-round money. So this is his opportunity to capitalize because of the style of game. He has injuries, always a concern. You see late in the year, took a hit on the shoulder, probably cost him NFL MVP because at the time, at least in Vegas, he was the odds-on favorite Mm -hmm. to win that award. But I'll say this. Here's the silver lining for Philly. When you look at this free agent list, it has some very familiar names, but I don't think it has any name that's not replaceable. And here's what I mean. In the first 62 picks in this upcoming draft, the Eagles have three selections. They pick number 10. That's a New Orleans Saints selection, but that's the pick they got. Uh, That's the pick they get from the Saints, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, They pick number 29 and 62, and I could be wrong about 10. Absolutely. I think think they gave – no, I think they get the 10th pick, if I'm not mistaken, Stormy. Let me double-check that, but I think they have picks 10, 29, and 62. And so you're going to get an opportunity to get three or potentially two very team-friendly contracts with what you hope are elite players. And when you look at historically how Howie uh, has evaluated come to draft day, he's done very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, GM of the year type guy for yeah. a reason. Put together um, a heck of a roster. Yes, for those of you who who aren't um, like watching us on the TV right now, some of the names on that Eagles free agent list, Fletcher Cox, Brandon Graham, Hargrave, James Bradbury, Kazir White, uh, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, TJ Edwards, Marcus Epps Center, Jason Kelsey may retire if he doesn't. He's an unrestricted free agent. Miles Sanders, while I know he didn't have an impact in the Super Bowl, had a career season, a great year. Um, he's an unrestricted free agent. So you just start going through the list. They really do have a lot of things they need to replenish with Jalen Hurts getting what he's due, and it's not an easy task. It is a good problem to have, though, especially considering like this is an Eagles team that has tried to have their guy. They thought they had it in Carson Wentz, and he wasn't. And now at least... 
with all like with all the talent that was on this Eagles team this year, the one question coming into the season was, okay, Jalen Hurts, there's no excuses now. Are you going to be able to perform and elevate your game or not? And he answered all of those questions and then some finished two in the MVP voting for a reason as well. So, uh, you know, so many teams can't get out of that vortex when they don't have a quarterback. And it feels like the Eagles have gotten out of that and they've got their guy. Absolutely. And uh, hats off to Jalen Hurts. I mean, you look at what he was able to able to do during the regular season and we still had question marks coming into the Super Bowl because statistically he hadn't been great, hadn't had to be great in the Giants game or in the Niners game just because of the way the game flow went. But, man, he went toe-to-toe with the best in the business in Patrick Mahomes. Mm -hmm. If the Eagles found a way to win this game, Jalen Hurts was going to be Super Bowl MVP because he played an MVP caliber of game. So truly excited about the success that he was able to have. But I'm not taking a discount because here's what happens, Stormy. You've gotten your discount these first three years. That was your discount. That was the Eagles' chance without having the quarterback position take up a large percentage of the salary cap to get a championship. I got us there. I played my butt off. It didn't happen, but now it's time to pay me. Okay, so the the Chiefs are the favorite to win next year's Super Bowl already. Eagles, not too far down the list. What did surprise me as you look at next year's Super Bowl odds, though, San Francisco's such a short number. Saw them 8-1, to and... This is a team, though, that while the Eagles do have their man, they have no idea who's going to be their starting quarterback coming out of camp. And it's year after year that they're having this issue. I I hate for Brock Purdy that he had to go down the way that he did in the NFC Championship game, but he has played more games in the National Football League than Trey Lance has. Trey Lance has played like four games in the last four years. Yeah, and unfortunately for San Francisco, I think they're going to be in the same position they were in last year's Stormy when they got off the plane in Chicago because Brock Purdy's out for six months. So what that means is not only is he not able to participate, but now Trey Lance gets all the reps, which is what he needs. But whatever their opener is next year, it's going to be Trey Lance starting at quarterback. He's still a guy that doesn't have reps. Mm -hmm. The, The problem with Trey from the very beginning, didn't play a lot of football in North Dakota State. Didn't play a lot of football his rookie year in San Francisco. Didn't play a lot of football his second year in San Francisco. Now we're going into year three, and this is still a team that feels like their roster is elite enough to compete and win a championship. So he's still in the same spot, inexperienced but talented quarterback that really doesn't get to develop because he's on a team that has championship aspirations. There are a number of quarterback situations that we're going to discuss over the course of the next couple of hours. Aaron Rodgers, Derek Carr, Lamar Jackson, to name a few. We've also got a great guest list. Get into some college hoops here in about an hour. Jerry Palm, CBS Sports senior college basketball writer, is going to join us. We'll have JVT, Jonathan Von Tobel, who will get us into the NBA. Dan Rosen, NHL.com, senior writer, coming up at 9 Eastern. And Gary Grambling, Sports Illustrated, the MMQB at 9.30 Eastern. Um, Get into some more of those NFL conversations. Remember, everybody, with the football season coming to an end, though, Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook, the place to be for hoops and hockey. Bet Rivers has you covered for every line, odd, and boost. You can join them every week for new promotions. They've got the Tuesday Hockey First Goal Insurance. That's tonight, by the way. Saturday Hockey Game, uh, same game, Parlay Bet and Get, Weekly Pro Basketball Bet and Get, and a whole lot more. You can check out BetRivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app 
it's a whole new game. So still so much more that we're going to get to over the course of the next little bit. We've got win some, lose some coming up on the other side. A certain Major League Baseball player took his <laughs> shoe off at an airport, but not for the gross way that Mitch and Polly talk about. So get ready for that coming up. is presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Check out their daily specials at BetRivers.com. Were you a winner last night? All I do is win, 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 no matter what. Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Holly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in Win Some, Lose Some. That's still one of the best intros of a segment in television history, I've determined. But okay, let's jump right into the win some. The Charlotte Hornets cash in plus 190 is a dog. They end a seven-game losing streak, holding off the Hawks, a 144-138 win. LaMelo Ball had a day, 30 points, 15 assists. How about the T-Wolves beating the Dallas Mavericks with Kyrie? He had a day, but opportunity to win the game late, and neither he nor Luka could get the job done. Going to be an interesting experiment. Luka, Kyrie combined for 49, yet Mavs lose because they gave up 124. <laughs> Listen, guys, you're not going to win championship. You're playing defense, and the Hornets won a game story. What, did Michael Jordan come back? How many did he have? Hey, speaking of that that Mavericks win, though, Minnesota almost, they were up 26 and almost lost that thing. So, like, big happy that you cashed that ticket if you did have the plus 205 in pocket. Magics won at Chicago, 191 plus 160. And, okay, Puckstradamus, I know you like talking hockey. Sends plus 145, but you don't like talking about this game specifically because you had the other side. Yeah, I had feeling the good flames in regulation, and I'm watching the broadcast, and... For some reason, the broadcaster says, well, the Flames, uh, this game's still in over. Uh, it's 3-1, five minutes left, and Calgary completely, completely fell apart. Epic collapse. They lose 4-3 in overtime. Tim Stutzel with the GWG, the game-winning goal, had an assist on the other three as well. Coyotes cash plus 190. They won at Nashville 4-2. First road win for Arizona since November 23rd. A tough look for the Preds, though, too, in this one. They outshot Arizona 31-19, won 70% of the faceoffs in the game, and had five power plays. But couldn't capitalize. Arizona's the only NHL team that likes being on the road because when they're home, what are they playing? Like a thousand seat arena or something? Oh, so they like. <laughs> it is. It's like 5,000. Yeah, it's I know, tough right? Playing yeah, in they like going on the road. But it's a good environment now because it's, it's full. Real, real cozy. It's full, and it was, it was not cozy. full out there <laughs> where they used to play. Okay, uh, 14 and 12 Texas Tep. Texas Tech team upsetting number six during Texas at home, 74 67. They cash plus 155 on the money line. That's back to back top 12 wins now for the Red Raiders. Miami, ooh, I know this Hold one's on, tough. because Texas Tech is Tim Murray's love child. And I'll tell you this story. The one thing about the Big 12, I know nothing. Call me Jon Snow. <laughs> well, I know Tim Murray had a tough one yesterday when it came to UNC and Miami. Miami. Yeah. 
a five and a half point dog in this game. They beat UNC straight up in Chapel Hill. Yeah, I'm just telling you, if not for the fact that uh, Hubert Davis had UNC in the actual championship game last year, he might be on the hot seat because, man, this is a bad, bad basketball team. It's sad. All those blue bloods, like Kentucky, your Dukies, what's yeah, going NIT's on? Yeah, NIT's going to be loaded. <laughs> right here in Vegas, by the way, the NIT. Uh, biggest outright dog of the day on paper, William and Mary Cash and Plus 450 beat Towson 68-66. Uh, tie game with one second left. couple of foul shots closed that one out. And then Texas Southern Plus 250 beat Southern 79-68. Let's get to the videos. This is what you watch for. Let's see what we got here. Okay, we love we love dogs, so I know that there's, there's a dog here. It says, when you didn't re realize mom was in the room... Okay, we've got a shoe. I didn't get to read the text, though. Dang it, I missed it. We've got the shoe, though. Oh, just made eye contact with mom. Caught red-handed. <laughs> yeah, a trouble. Didn't realize she was sitting on the couch, I see. Yeah, mom didn't know you had a shoe fetish. But they the cats out the bag now. Just like Micah Parsons, apparently. <laughs> right. you, did you see that interview <laughs> yeah, with Brian yeah. McFadden? He's the best. <laughs> What's something that people don't know about you? I have, a food I have a foot fetish, just like this cute little dog. That is an adorable dog, though. I'm a member of a cigar club down in Tampa called Section 8. They appreciated Michael Parsons' opinion. We have a couple <laughs> guys that like feet. Brian McFadden did not know what to do. <laughs> his face was... Bless, his face looked just That's like priceless. that face. Okay, uh, we also... I told you a certain Major League Baseball player took off his shoe at an airport. Here's Bryce Harper. Uh, a fan... Whoa, came up to him. Whoa, Bryce, she needs some clean socks. And was looking for an <laughs> autograph. Of that sock, it looks How a little dirty. awesome is this? A fan's looking for an autograph. He takes off his shoe, signs it, and gives it to him. So that's how he's that's how he's closing out his travel day. Uh, One shoe. I mean, come on, Bryce. I mean, this, it's, it's, it's a lot of gift shops in the airport, big dog. You know, you could have went and you know got a card or something, buddy. Is this the point where you should have at least just given him both at this point? Take both shoes. Yeah, this, this, this looks like he's seeking some attention right here. Well, uh, it worked. I like it. <laughs> I do not like, however, when I am sitting on an airplane and somebody's foot touches my but arm. But I'll be honest, the, the way he played post All Star break for the Phillies, I mean, if he wants to walk barefoot in the airport, I'm okay with it. He's a baller. All right, let's go to the lose some videos. See what we have here. A oh, yeah, I'm out. Ooh. I'm out. Oh, yeah. No! I'm, oh, I'm all the way out. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yep, yep. That's not for me. I don't do snakes. That is a massive freaking snake. I, what? I just that's, saw the. That's more than one story. How many snakes is that? Yeah, one's enough, but it, three's company. I just saw the little tip of the tail at first, and I was like, okay, one snake. That's not bad. So, I mean, first of all, why are the fighter fighters there uh, if they're scared? I don't need no snakes on no ceiling. I mean, I it's hard to say that line without vulgarity. Yeah. I tried to hold in the snakes on the plane. I'm just first. trying to figure out why the, why the firefighters were scared. They got on hats and... Because and... <laughs> it's still snakes <laughs> at the end of the day. Okay. Uh, next one. Next one here. We are, okay, we're on a plane, again, back at the airport. <laughs> Everybody's got the Super Bowl on Sunday as they have to be on, on a plane in the air. Somebody's watching Hitch. First of in all. In the middle of all the Super Bowl screens, somebody's watching I'm Hitch. I'm not mad at the person watching Hitch because, like, the date of the Super Bowl is, like, predetermined a long time in advance. So if you're on a plane during the Super Bowl, that means you really don't care anyway. So shout out to the one person that's, like, keeping it a buck watching a movie because, obviously, that's why you fly during the Super Bowl. You don't really care about the game. That is a, it is a good movie. <laughs>
I like hey, it. I'm a shout out to Will Smith. Yeah. Bigger shout out to Eva Mendes. When, he, well, when Will Smith needed the Benadryl because his face blew yeah, up. Man, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, I can relate. Love it. Okay. Um, one more here in the lose some. Greg Olson. Evidently, his salary is going down from $10 million to $3 million bucks once Tom Brady decides that he's going to step into the booth. That That's a rough downgrade financially. Well, it depends on how you look at it. Olsen's I mean, when Greg too. Olsen walked away from the game, if you'd have told him he was going to be Fox's number one and make $10 million for a couple of years, he'd have been like, cool. Yeah. He got the big bag with the Panthers, so it's not like he's hurting for dollar bills. But, I mean, it does kind of stink because we don't even know if Tom Brady's going to be any good in the box. But I bet he's probably DMing Tommy, hey, man, <laughs> if you need an extra year off, uh, your boy not going to be upset about it. He is taking one, right? I- I'm talking yeah. about two. He wants another yeah. one. <laughs> I saw a cool thing, though, with Kevin Burkhardt. I guess um, at 30 years old, he was making like 22000 bucks cover in high school football, and now he's out here calling a Super Bowl. So uh, cool thing there. All right. Win some, lose some, presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown sports book, where if your first wager loses, you get a free bet equal to your stake up to 500 bucks. Learn more Ooh. at BetRivers.com. Okay, it's Valentine's Day. And so Dustin Swielson and I, producer behind the glass, had a little idea because love is in the air. And if you had to wine and dine one of the futures tickets that you have in okay. the bed slip right now, want to wine and dine one tonight for Valentine's Day, you really needed to get pat to get through. Who are you taking out on the Valentine's Day date? I'm going Tampa Bay Lightning. Um, I think this is a great opportunity to grab the Lightning. I got them, I think, 12 to 1 to win the Stanley Cup because here's how I look out at the Eastern Conference. It's by far the tougher side of the NHL this year. And listen, Boston got off to a tremendous start, but I do think there's some regression coming. And Carolina's really good too, but I don't trust Carolina in the playoffs, especially on the road. And I just don't think Toronto's goaltending is going to hold up. I'm not a big fan of Semenov or Murray, who's injured right now. So I think the Lightning, that experience, they still have Vasilevsky in goal. Uh, remember last year, uh, they were missing a key piece in Brayton Point, and he's the core of that offense from a speed uh, skill standpoint that they were missing. So he's healthy right now. If he's healthy, Lightning have been in the last three Stanley Cups, one, two of them. I wouldn't be surprised if they get to their fourth in a row and find a way to win it. I think they're done. And the other reason that I have to say that is because it goes against my <laughs> future does. that I'm trying to keep happy here on this Valentine's Day. I'm taking out my Beantown title favorites parlay where I have the Bruins at 5-1 to one parlayed with the Celtics at 4-1 to one to win it all and that pays 29 to 1 if it comes home Um, both teams with the best records in their perspective leagues I know you said you think Boston's got some regression coming they are in a little bit of a slump right now they've dropped four of their last five games but they have just been so good so good at home so I think that when and if they have postseason advantage home ice advantage things are going to go their way I I feel fairly confident in it. I know that they're two favorites, but I love well, Boston. They, they didn't this do year. well in Florida right before the All Star break. Uh, Everybody's got their hiccups, but Linus Olmark is next level, leads the league in goals against average, save yeah, percentage. I think he's under one right now, if I'm not mistaken. It is, uh, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, I as like a, your Celtics ticket. I'll say this, though, Stormy. The Jay Crowder pickup by the Bucks. If Jay Crowder and Chris Middleton are healthy, because I do think the NBA champion's coming out of the East. Okay, so you don't think that KD and the Suns are going to take it over. All right. We're going to step aside. Quick break. More Follow the Money coming up after this.
is Follow the Money on VSEN. If you're looking for a betting edge on the NHL, NBA, or college basketball, and we know you do, you're listening to the program for a reason, my friends. The VEASAN experts have you covered. You can become a VEASAN Pro subscriber with an introductory offer of just $9.99. VEASAN Pro subscribers get access to the daily recap of top plays made from all show hosts and guests. Tools like betting splits to get the deep dive betting reports. VEASAN betting guides for the biggest games of the year, including breakdowns of brackets, best bets, and daily props. Don't miss out, though. It's a limited time offer. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. That's where you can sign up. Nine 99 that's vsin.com slash subscribe and we did just to correct one of those things um we were talking about kevin burkhart i thought it was twenty two thousand dollars when he was 30 years old covering high school football actually it was eighteen thousand dollars and in order to pay his mortgage at that time he was also working at a car dealership so look how far he's come dustin is a big mets fan so he's met sideline guy for forever and everybody that would watch those games knew that that he was going to be on bigger and better things, but Super Bowl, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, man. $18,000 at 30. I thought him and Greg called a good game, except for Greg saying that the I last know. play wasn't I a- don't think he had all the angles. Based on everything that I read, right? That's that's what I heard. I'm just saying, listening to it, he was pretty adamant. Yeah. And it definitely was a foul. Even Bradbury said after the game, listen, I held him. I tried to get away with it. I didn't. Yep. Respect. I, I I respected James Bradbury going in the locker room and saying, no, it's, it is, it is what it is. But my thing that I said to you earlier when we were off the air was that, and you can correct me if I'm wrong as a former player, I feel like you go into a game, you're testing the waters and seeing how the referees are calling things. He got away with a way worse hold earlier in the game. So in my brain, if I'm James Bradbury, I'm like, okay, why are you calling this one when all game you haven't Well, been? DBs cheat. That's what they do. <laughs> they, they cheat, and I'm just telling you, that's if you ever get a chance to sit in a defensive back coach's room, he tells his guys, hold them. They're not going to call it every time. And that's the mindset they have. They do it, try and get away with it, and then when they get called for it, I mean, it kind of just is what it is, but it was Patrick Mahomes' primary read on the play, so you have to call that. I mean, it's holding, and it's actually, if you want to, you know, deep dive it, Stormy, it's the technique that Philly uses against interior motion. It's why those two mm-hmm. touchdown passes are so wide open, because they're trying to out-leverage that motion guy, thinking that he's going across the field on a, on a on a crossing route. So it was a whip route, it was a return, Bradbury's leverage was bad, he knew Juju had him beat, he grabbed him hoping that the ref didn't call it. And the ref saw it and called it. And listen, I cast the Chiefs uh, plus two and Moneyline ticket, and I'm all good. Hey, I'm not mad at the outcome either. You know, I had an Eagles first half and Chiefs to win the game, like same game ticket at plus 750. So I'm good with it. And Bucker's a good kicker, so it probably was still going to be 38-35. Eagles would have just got the ball with with over a minute and a half left, and Jalen Hurts potentially – you know, could have let his team down and, and won the game. Well, and that's the thing is I, I think everybody just from a fan perspective is just a little bit bummed for a game that, and I don't think this is just recency bias, one of the best Super Bowls ever, or at least in my recent history that I can think of, comes down to like a little bit of a ticky-tack play and not the best ending that we would have wanted for a game that was so spectacular. Like I was tweeting in the second quarter, what a game, and we're not even at halftime yet. And so. as a better I thought the bad beats were if you had Gainwell first TD oh, yeah. at Awful. twenty to one, and or if you had Jarek McKinnon anytime touchdown. 
Smart play by him to kneel, but those two beats, <laughs> I mean, you're feeling like, wow. Yeah, that was a tough one. <laughs> one I was pretty bummed out on because I did bet, will there be a lead change in the final minute? And that came to fruition. But I also had the will there be a walk-off field goal at the end of regulation. Oh, because they got the run one snap. Yep. Yeah, so yeah, that yeah. one didn't come home for me. Uh, Nevada Sportsbooks, by the way, while the Chiefs get a win, the Eagles lose. And as did apparently Nevada sports bettors in general, they handled down a good bit in the state from it was last year, $179.8 million, uh, a record in the state wagered on the Super Bowl. This year down about $26.6 million, so 14.8% down. Down. But I think this is something that we're just going to see for years and years to come with more and more states legalizing sports betting. This was also the first year we had a Super Bowl that was in a state that had legalized sports wagering that you could just go to the game and go place a bet at a counter. I think next year, though, we'll probably see this come up and see a bump because the Super Bowl will be here. But aside from that, I think the, those records aren't going to be happening anymore in the well, state. Well, the geolocator on your app, if you're in Nevada, is going to kind of force you to only bet <laughs> in Nevada. But this doesn't surprise me because the one thing I will say as sports betting has been legalized in other places is the other states give you the opportunity to same game parlay props to do different things that Nevada apps don't mm-hmm. allow. So I think that alone is going to drive traffic for some people, you know, to those other other platforms. Yeah, Nevada, like it used to be a place where everybody wanted to come to watch the Super Bowl. But I mean, I Circle think- was packed, it was, by the way. So I didn't get to be here for it. I, I had my family over at my house, but I was here last year for the Super Look Bowl. Look at you grown it up. Was and, a bl- I'm so grown. Oh my I'm goodness. I'm so grown. Look at you grown up. But and, another reason though, and not, you know, this large of a chunk of Handle Down, um, but another just contributing factor was the William Hill app was yeah, completely I heard it went down. Kaput, like halftime or something. It was still down as of yeah. I haven't checked it this morning, but it was still down as of last night. Yeah, so. I got a couple guys that, that I'm very close with that are high up over there. I know they're they haven't gotten much sleep. I'll tell yeah. you this: the handling circle went down. Oh my goodness, <laughs> Derek needed. They needed. The, yeah, they needed I the mean, Eagles. Something. Me fierce. and Tim Murray did a two-hour post-game show, Stormy at nine thirty Pacific. The line was still 10 rows deep cashing tickets here at Circle. Well, and, and they had all their apps. I mean, they had all their props graded 38 minutes after the game. You got to give some credit too, though, to Jeff Benson and the crew here when they were getting like laughed out of town for that opening line minus with the two, Chiefs favored yeah. minus two and a half. And then they end up winning by a field goal <laughs> in this spot. That was still something that I think was, I mean, Circa does a really good job of being first to market in a lot of these things. But when you look at that, printout or the this thing on your screen where you see the minute by minute line movement early when that was posted it's like within seconds that was on the move within eight minutes the line had minutes, flipped. I think within, it, yeah. yeah like up to two and a half and a half an hour like crazy yeah and now everybody was wrong everybody was wrong <laughs> <laughs> i knew i was on the right side stormy um Shout out to VEASAN and DraftKings, too. If you got a chance at Radio Row to see the setup, I mean, it was big time. I mean, they showed up and showed out. So, you know, especially the Ken, Desiree, you know, the people here at VEASAN oh, yeah. that went and made that that set what it was. And then our DraftKings partners, I mean, it was an amazing week. This is when I knew I was right, Stormy. Every current NFL player I had on the show picked the Eagles. Every professional better I had on the show picked the Chiefs. 
So I felt so good. Because I was like, this guy, the Chiefs have got to be the right side. My, like, thought process in the game, and it's funny because the outcome ended up being correct, but not for the reasons necessarily that I thought. Like, I felt very firmly that the Eagles were going to be able to come out and have a fast start. We know the success they've had in first and second quarters specifically. I mean, that second quarter point differential is like plus 130 going into the Super Bowl or something like that. Just absurd. And and they did. And they started fast, and they had another second-half lead, I think 15-3-1 and one going into the game and then I thought Jalen Hurts was going to be more dinged up which obviously was not the case I thought his shoulder was going to be more of an issue and that hey he's going to have more success early maybe in the second half be a little banged up it's not going to be as easy for him can't count out Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid in the in the second half like that was kind of my mind but working Jalen Hurts into my handicap was dead wrong because he was outstanding and that just goes to show I know we talked about MVP a little bit earlier like, don't bet on a guy that you don't think is going to win the game because only one time in Super Bowl history has a player on the losing team won. And for as dynamic as Jalen Hurts was in that game, it still wasn't enough. It wasn't. And uh, Patrick Mahomes won the award, but he probably should share it with his offensive line. Oh, yeah. I mean, they were tremendous. No penalties. I don't think they had any holding calls, any false starts, uh, did not give up a sack. And this is the Eagles front now. I'm talking about Josh Sweat, Brandon uh, Graham, um, Hargrave, and... Uh, Reddick, you're talking all four guys, 52 total sacks, 11, 11, 14, and 16. So production-wise in the pass rush, this is the best the NFL had. And I didn't even feel like Mahomes was under a whole lot of you know duress yeah. throughout the course of the game. So heads off to the Eagles front, but that's what you get when you're, uh, your head coach is a former O-line guy. So. Did you see the interview with Wiley after the game I didn't. with what? Sal Pal? He was like... Because uh, he said, you know, Hassan Reddick, you know, you, it didn't seem like you gave him anything. He said, our game plan was not to give him an inch. Yeah, I didn't hear his name called. I didn't hear his name called. I love it. So good. That's hey, awesome. W- last minute here. What were you more upset about? The William Hill app being down or the T-Mobile outage? Well, T-Mobile. I know you're a T-Mobile. T-Mobile, shout out to uh, all the relationships that are on the fringes right now. I'm just telling you, if he did not text you good night or he didn't respond to your text last night and he has T-Mobile, it's because the system went kaput. Apparently a nationwide outage for T-Mobile. I've never... Usually How about I, that? The night before Valentine's Day. That's got They're truly, trying to break though, up households, man. Come on, T-Mobile, get it together. I'm trying to I'm trying to come over and drop off the flowers. She's not telling me she's home. Actually, she's just sitting at home. Ticked the F off. I know, man. I Am know. I allowed to say the F? I don't know. It's just uh, a letter. It's just a letter. Don't get mad at me, bosses. <laughs> I'm a nice lady. But yeah, let's not let's not ruin Valentine's Day for those of you, okay? Let's try to T-Mobile, T-Mobile let's shame get things on happening you. again. Usually I hate having AT&T. I'm happy today. <laughs> Vegas Vicky. As the football season now comes to an end, Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is the place to be for hoops and hockey. Bet Rivers has you covered for every line, odd, and boost. You can join them every week for their new promotions like the Tuesday Hockey First Goal Insurance, Saturday Hockey Same Game Parlay Bet and Get, Weekly Pro Basketball Bet and Get, and more. BetRivers.com, or you can download the Bet Rivers app. It's a whole new game. Stormy Bond, Tony, and Sean King on the desk in for Mitch and Paul. Getting some well deserved vacation time. And, uh, 
Somebody else is, I don't know if you can call this vacation or not, but our guy Aaron Rodgers is officially in his darkness retreat for the next four days where he contemplates um, his future. He's still in the art of contemplation about his future. But basically, since Derek Carr didn't elect to accept a trade from the Raiders to the Saints, we thought maybe that could be the first domino to fall. Aaron Rodgers, it looks like everybody's going to be kind of on pins and needles to see what happens with him, and then we'll kind of go from there. Yeah, uh, Aaron watched two real quarterbacks play on Sunday and sent him into a, a, a room of darkness to try and get his <laughs> life figured out. Uh, here's what's interesting. At this point in his career where Patrick Mahomes is, Aaron Rodgers was viewed in the same light that we now view Patrick Mahomes. I mean, we thought he was going to be – the heir apparent to Tom Brady, the guy that chased and you know eclipsed or or got close to Brady's accomplishments, and it just has not panned out that way. So it'll be interesting to see if or when the Packers move on from Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I I was adamant at this time last year, Stormy, that they should have moved on from Aaron Rodgers. Then mm-hmm. they were getting younger at receiver once they got Devontae Adams. I said Aaron's never going to be a mentor. For young players, this is not his personality. That's not how he's wired. They could have had a full 17 games of Jordan Love with Romeo Dubs, Christian Watson, Alan Lazar with no expectations to really find out is this the group to take them into the next decade. Mm-hmm. But instead, wishy-washy with Aaron all year, drama surrounding them. Now they're in the same situation they were in last year with, with no more answers. It's three off-seasons in a row that yeah. we're having just Aaron Rodgers drama. Packers president Mark Murphy did say that he expects Rodgers to come back to them with a decision on his future by the start of free agency. First day of the new league year is in about a month. Today's that, February 14th, <laughs> March 15th. So he's a month. That's so crazy to me, Stormy. Like you're coming back to us with a decision. I, I mean, let, let's put some let's put some facts on Aaron Rodgers. Packers at home. If they beat the Detroit Lions, they're in the playoffs. Who played bad? Aaron Rodgers. Last year, La- Niners at the Packers in the playoffs. How many points Green Bay score? Who played bad? Aaron Rodgers. Two years ago. Tom Brady, the Bucks, NFC Championship game in Green Bay, Stormy. Who played bad? Mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers. Like, this is three years in a row where your highest paid player, who's supposed to be at his best when the lights are the brightest and the stage is the biggest, has failed. And now I'm sitting here while he's in a dark room somewhere <laughs> waiting on him to come and yeah. tell me is he going to participate in helping us get back to a championship. Like, I'm just, I'm over Big Dog. He's super talented. I mean, he's earned every penny, but as far as him being an elite player in that league, uh, I'm that, that well, ship is sailed for I me. What I don't like is that part of his contemplation about his future, he says, is just coming back to play football in general. Let's be real, Aaron. You have $60 million of reasons to come back. You're going to come back. It's just a matter of where, and it's one of those things. Okay, so before we get to potential landing spots then, like, what's the percentage chance you give him coming back to Green 100%. Bay? One hundred percent. Well, I don't know about Green Bay, but one hundred percent, he's but playing he's come, next but he's year. Playing. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, let's not talk about how you need to go into a dark room and do something special. I think to figure like, out th- that you're going to play football. I, I, I for think another he's year. a lot more celebrity than he is athlete these days. I think he's gotten really comfortable in that, like 
He likes being on Pat McAfee. Yeah, tabloid type. Well, shout out to Pat McAfee, man. Heck of a, a arc that he's on. You know, well, and it's as, incredible yeah. for him that he gets that regular right, Tuesday right, spot every right. week straight from the source, yeah, even Mac, if Mac, it is like... I like McAfee. McAfee's doing a good job. It is like, to me, more celebrity tabloid-ish now than he is. I want a championship. And then Gronk called him on it. Well, I think I can win another MVP. Well, how about winning a championship? Another championship, Aaron. Championship. It's a team game. Like, MVP. Come on, man. <laughs> okay. Well, and yeah, he has four of them and only one championship. Right. So, so I mean, I, I don't get all the Aaron Rodgers fodder. I, I know that the New York Jets would give up everything. They might even give him like a percentage of the stadium or something, like if that's what it took to get him. Because that's Joe Namath is willing right. to take the right. 12 they might out of retirement. Joe Namath's jacket. Remember that like meat that he wore? <laughs> like, hey, Aaron, you can get this, but why if I'm an AFC team would I think that in the NFC he can't lead a team to the the Super Bowl in recent history. Why would I think he can come to the AFC where now he's got to go through Mahomes, Burrow, Allen, and the like and lead a team in the AFC past these guys? I guess it's more so if you just think you're a team that has all the other pieces and you're just needing a quarterback to push you over the edge, right? Like that's got to be the thought process of these teams that would be seeking him. I, I think Green Bay had home field advantage the last three times I've seen him in the last game of the season. And he was the reason the Packers didn't win. I just don't think that he is an easy, and I don't know him personally, obviously, but everything that we've heard in the media is that he's just not an easy person to work with. And it's the Aaron Rodgers show, and he's going to get what he wants. So where is that going to work somewhere else? Like, where are you going to have? A lot of places. (laughs) I guess. I just, you know, that's just the, you know, that's, that's where the NFL is right now. I mean, this position, people are so starved for a player that has elite talent, and Aaron has elite talent. It did not always manifest itself into elite performances, but the talent is elite. And so if you're the Raiders, if you're the Jets, and you've been dealing with Zach Wilson and and, and the like, and the Raiders, I mean, no knock on Derek Carr because I think he's a solid quarterback, but he's definitely not a superstar or spectacular in my mind. From a talent standpoint, Rodgers is a huge upgrade. Mm-hmm. Now, whether or not he can come in and buy in and, you know, be the great teammate and bring the leadership intangibles it takes to win a championship, I mean, he hasn't demonstrated that he's capable of doing that in a long time. But he's still a talent upgrade over Derek Carr, so I can see why teams will be interested. My thing would be, is is the juice worth the squeeze? Or is the squeeze worth the juice? Forget if I'm saying it wrong. I mean, because look what you got to give up to get him. I mean, you're really mortgaging a lot to acquire him, and he's taking up a significant part of the cap, and I don't think he's going to take a discount. He didn't do it to keep Devontae Adams, so I'm pretty sure <laughs> so do you think he's that not the, doing anywhere else. Do you else. think that the Jets and reuniting with his former OC and Nathaniel Hackett is the spot? Do you think that it's reuniting with Devontae Adams was, in Vegas is the spot? Was Nathaniel Hackett really the OC in Green Bay? Stop. I mean, I thought uh, the head coach calls the plays. Uh, they said Nathaniel Hackett was Aaron Rodgers' handler. Like he was the guy that was the go-between with well, then maybe between that's the LaFleur perfect, Maybe and, that's the perfect situation for Aaron, that he can call his well, own shots. Hackett called a plays last year in Denver, and it did not look special. All right. Uh, well, the Derek Carr side of things, though, we know that he's going to get cut this week. Um, if he's not Do cut we know by, that? If he's, well, if he's not cut by Wednesday, the Raiders owe him $40.4 million. So. Are we sure the Raiders have decided that they aren't going into next season with Derek Carr as their starting quarterback? I thought so. 
Interesting. Interesting. You would think. Interesting. Well, what, I thought 40, it was silly that they hours? gave him the, that they gave him the new deal this past off season to begin with. Like, I, I didn't understand the logic behind that. But now you've put yourself in a real tough position. Either pay the man or let him go because he already said that he's not going to accept the trade to the Saints. He was out there visiting New Orleans, and I don't blame him for that at all. He is like, why would you? go to a place that has to give up assets and then you're also helping up the team that doesn't want you. So I understand what he's doing. I'm not going to be shocked if Derek Carr isn't cut by Wednesday. And really? he's the starting quarterback next year for the Raiders. The problem and the issue, well, not a problem, but the thing with a quarterback like Derek Carr from an organizational standpoint, Stormy, are you sure that you're getting somebody better? Is Baker Mayfield better than Derek Carr? Is Gardner Minshew better then Derek Carr, where they're sitting currently in the draft, they're not going to get Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud. So if you have to trade for Aaron Rodgers with the deficiencies they have in a talent standpoint on defense, like they need to acquire some defensive guys that other yeah. people would want, but not name Max Crosby. Like they got to get better on that offensive line. So what would you have to give up to get uh, uh, Aaron Rodgers? And can you get enough pieces? On? I'm, I'm, I'm not convinced that. They're not getting rid of Derek Carr, and he's not going to be the starting quarterback. Well, it's just, I mean, they sit him for Jared Stidham. They tell him to go home. At the Pro Bowl, he, like, does his full goodbye, and he's talking trash about how, like, have you ever been this hot in Vegas? Well, if I was, I'd probably (laughs) be on the team here. So, like, he's all but said his goodbyes. But I guess, then again, Jimmy Garoppolo did that last year with the 49ers, and he ended up coming back. I just think that $40.4 million, if you're not confident in your guy, seems a little bit unrealistic. There are certainly some potential landing spots out there for Carr. Um But okay, we're going to step aside. We have a jam-packed guest list for the next couple of hours. Jerry Palm coming up top of the hour. Get into some college hoops here. JVT at 8.30 Eastern to NBA talk. We've got some NHL with Puckstradamus as well as NHL.com senior writer Dan Rosen and Gary Grambling a little bit later at 9.30 a.m. to get back to some of this NFL talk. We'll be right back on Follow the Money.